1: Dave Hawkins, and You've Got the Antidote. This program gets into the music of artists who bring a Christian worldview to their art. The cool part of meeting a variety of artists is that each of them give a very different perspective about their faith journey. My walk with Christ for myself has been pretty straightforward, probably the only change might be that I'd now consider myself a progressive Christian. For some people, their faith journey has been a struggle. You might have picked up on that with the song Heaven, that Nate Allen has had his share of troubles. Nate brings out his debut release, Hide No Truth, by Good St. Nathaniel this week. And he also came for a really personal talk about the music he's making now, compared to what he's done with his other band, Destroy Nate Allen. But before I pull up that first part of my talk with Nate, here's Break Lights from Destroy Nate Allen. All
0: I see in front of me, all I see in front of me are brake lights. All I- In front of, in of me a brake lights Well, a high cut me off It's just one of those days I can see how this leads to Roll rage way. so in, in front of me i in front of me, me a brake so i don't want to pee pee in my pants so i in front of me i see in front of me i see in front of me see in front of me light
1: it's great to have Nate Allen back on the antidote thanks for coming Nate
2: thanks for having me i'm excited to be here
1: You were last on this show in 2015, but I guess you and I usually have a chance to talk each summer at the Audio Feed Festival. Yeah. It's interesting because you and your wife, Tessa, are really a mainstay at that event. I mean, the two of you perform as Destroy Nate Allen with this wild acoustic punk show, and you're usually in the crowd and not on the stage. Does that really make you a people person?
2: I don't know if I could do the band if I wasn't a people person. Um, yeah, the, it's music of the people, and and we're both extroverts, so it all works out together.
1: Yeah, because a Destroy Nate Allen show, it's 100% audience participation. How is it that you connect so easily with a crowd? It's been
2: a series of, of growth steps over the years. I definitely didn't start that way. Destroy Nate Allen started as a a quiet solo project, um, fairly akin to anybody you'd see in a coffee shop um, playing quiet songs. Right. And over the course of the decade that we've been doing that, uh, there was just steps and more touring and kind of evolution as it went along. One of the things that I like to say is we were actually just a really hungry band that had to figure out how to sell merch. (laughs) And so if you tour long enough, you learned how to connect with the audience. And for us, we took a playful approach to that. At first, it was me, and I seemed to have a a knack for singing songs that people could process and sing along to when I was solo. And then when Tessa joined the band, uh, our kind of like movement together became one more akin to theater and playfulness. And so that works really good in the crowd with the people. That's kind of the developmental arc
1: tessa had to become part of the band i mean after all if she's marrying you <laughs> and she wants yeah. to see you she better be a
2: part of it that that in hindsight it was i mean that had all sorts of effects on on career and artistic development but it was like yeah you want a tour you're just in the band and we'll just figure out where you fit because it's a lot easier to say there are two of us in the band than I'm here and here's my wife. Make sure you feed her too. Um, it's just—it's <laughs> infinitely easier um, from a logistics perspective.
1: I remember being at the festival one night and the generator failed. So the lights went out, the sound system was down and you and Tessa just jumped into the crowd and started doing an impromptu set. You also lead quite a few speaking sessions. Does this make you a problem solver?
2: Oh, Yeah. I like solving problems in the moment and and figuring out, like, seeing what the issues. is. It's actually what I do for work because I kind of take someone's cloud and bring it into a thing they can walk forward with. Um, So on a big scale, yes. And then I also enjoy the process of helping somebody move forward in life. So giving them practical steps on, oh, you're dealing with this trauma and abuse. I've dealt with that, too. Here's what I've learned. And maybe we can walk forward a few steps together. I I find that as fulfilling as writing songs.
0: a dance class We could dance off our ass Zumba is so
1: I do get what Destroy Nate Allen is saying on the song Vegetables. The thing is, I want to double my coffee and cut my vegetables in half. (laughs) Well, Nate is a prolific songwriter, and that's a reason why I had to hear more about another of his music projects. Just after you were first on The Antidote, you began a new project called Nate Allen and the Packaway Dots. Why would you jump into something like that when you were already busy with Destroy Nate Allen? It really
2: comes down to Tessa telling me I needed a solo project. Uh, she's been saying that, like I should, I need a solo thing because I just I write a lot of songs. And so 2012, 13, we were living in Portland, and she's like, "You should start a solo project." So I attempted to figure out who I was as a solo artist again, and that became the Packaway Dots album. That's how that split in the road happened.
1: It does have a different vibe because it is more rock-oriented. Well, actually, it's not just rock, it's almost everything.
2: Yeah. I mean, together, we, we end up in this kind of theater, high-energy punk rock world. There's a part of me that kind of ends up writing a bunch of different songs. So The Packaway Dots was the first time I'd explored those other streams uh, with intention in a while.
1: Goodbye Letter is the closing song on Take Out the Trash from Nate Allen and the Packaway Dots. It has the line, There was the day on my lunch break, my soul was shaking like an earthquake. I was clinging to the rope of a greater fate as I was hiding in the basement, hiding my past mistakes. What about for Nate Allen? Have there been more mistakes or more victories?
3: Hmm...
2: I'd say the victories are winning by about fifty two percent not fifty one <laughs> no no i i'm a little a little more optimistic than that uh, uh but i I am a person who beats myself up, say a small mistake um becomes a very large mistake in my mind. I've held myself to a almost a superhuman expectation for a really long time, so that's part of what I'm even working through on the new record is breaking off some of those false expectations of how life just works.
1: I can understand that because I think that same line almost seems to be like a premonition for your new project, good St. Nathaniel. Totally.
2: I don't think it was coincidental that we released a video for goodbye letter. And even though it's from the old project, it's, it's pointing to where I'm going now. Uh, Artistically, and I mean, nobody had heard the new project yet, so it was kind of interesting that that's the video that we got to make.
4: I had a friend who was turning nineteen, wrote a goodbye letter. This rock and roll scene said, "I." Don't understand and I do not agree And as time's moving on Starting to look like me I had a friend, not yet Twenty-one said Watch out world, I'm gonna be someone But she
0: Mourned her life instead of chasing her dreams Now she's calling me on holiday And talking about pyramid schemes
4: There was a day on my lunch break, my soul was shaking like an earthquake. I was clinging to the rope of a greater fate as I was hiding in the basement from my past mistakes. As the social pressures try to find a muse They don't
0: talk fairly, the evening news And it just gets
4: louder with the close-held views
0: Fire as they move along, and to all I know, may hope, hope stay strong.
4: I had a friend who was turning 19, wrote a goodbye letter. To his rock and roll scene, I said I don't understand, and I knew. Not agree, and as time's moving on, starting to look like me. And as time's moving on, starting to look like me. And as time's moving on, starting to look like me.
1: The Destroy Nate Allen website says, the goal for Nate Allen isn't to make people uncomfortable, it's to make them happy. People won't likely tie that comment into your new project, Good Saint Nathaniel. There's not much happiness there.
2: No, there's not. Uh, But I think there's a lot of empathy. Destroy Nate Allen focuses really hard on joy and is really good at creating joyful moments. The new project leads to a completely different set of emotions, but I think makes people not feel alone, which I think ultimately leads to happiness.
1: Do you think too many people do feel too alone in this world where we're supposed to be uber-connected through technology?
2: I think loneliness is, at least in my circles, is at an all-time high. So I don't, I don't think social media really helps other than maybe... Kind of temporarily puts a band-aid on the struggle
1: as a creative. you're really committed into maintaining your social media presence.
2: Well, I like social media. I mean that's that's not even a knock. I think social media is awesome for even starting connections. I just don't think it's a a solution to internal causes of loneliness.
1: I think we do need to talk about your band name. I mean, I know you're a really popular guy, Nate, but to be canonized as a saint, that's just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's, it's that 52% of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I just couldn't resist doing that. Seriously, how did you come to choose the name Good Saint Nathaniel?
2: Well, there's a song, uh, it's not on the new record, but it was called Good Saint Nathaniel. And it actually was it's just a phrase I came up with. The song's about hating myself. And so somehow there was a line, there is no creature I so despise as good St. Nathaniel who's made up of lies. And that lyric uh, prompted a friend to ask a question of who is good St. Nathaniel. And I didn't really know. The more I processed that question, I realized that good St. Nathaniel was something to aspire to. And as somebody who has been full of a lot of self-hatred, kind of having an, an idea or a goal to shoot for of like, I want to treat people better. I want to go for those saintly actions intentionally felt like a big internal shift. So I decided to name my new project that.
1: What you just mentioned obviously ties into your original band name, Destroy Nate Allen. Nobody wants to destroy themselves or hopefully they don't want to destroy themselves.
2: Well, Destroy Nate Allen as a project Name I, I basically came up with it in a flippant decision to buy a fun domain because nobody cared about Nate Allen, the solo musician, at least in my perception. And so it really became a study in, I would say, in my own self-destruction because I got all these injuries and I've done all these kind of pushing myself to the limits. Mm-hmm. And so really, like, destroying Allen kind of became a a blanket for a lot of, I think, destructive and good behavior but it was always pushing myself to a limit and not not trying to destroy myself but ironically accidentally uh hurting myself and others in the process
1: and the name was a way to make you stand out from the crowd and not just by having i guess depending on the day of the week green purple or blue hair
2: yeah i mean it was just i mean for me it was just a band name there's tons of symbolism you can read into it but at the very base level it was this is a name that i think sounds cool let's maybe try to use this as a artistic expression
4: since sensibility, will never meant that much to me fact i've never seen it on tv
3: Land of
4: opportunity, well I'm pretty glad we're kinda free Truth is we could be a lot worse off Please tell me what you're gonna do If you're not gonna play this on the radio To maximize the rock and roll while we're taking back some control and seeking to not avoid responsibilities. Like, where do we go when the money's spent? Yes, I'm married and I pay the rent, and that's a life that I'm committed to. You see, I could go back to mom and dad, oh, growing up. Wasn't that bad, but that's not really what I wanna do. Please tell me what you're gonna do if you're not gonna play this on the radio. So we will do things on our terms, applying the lessons that we've learned trying the best to steward what we have so if it means that i gotta get an extra job eat more ramen like my uncle bob then maybe we will see these dreams come true please tell me what you're gonna do if you're not gonna play this on the radio please tell me you're gonna do if you're not gonna play this on the radio.
1: Another sing along track from Destroy Nate Allen on the song Land of Opportunity. Lots of heavy stuff comes around on Good St. Nathaniel's album. Nate and I chat about a few of those issues in the song Coming Unglued. I'd read that near the end of your very first Destroy Nate Allen tour, you spray-painted My Goal as Resolution on your guitar. That tour was over a decade ago, and now it looks like it took you quite a while to act on that resolution. I think it, it comes in waves. I don't
2: think growth is ever a, a linear path. It feels like it's real twisty. And so at that level, my goal was resolution internally, and I think I I healed and changed more on that first tour I mean I, I've had friends that said I they never saw somebody change so much in a 6 month period. And there was a lot of healing internally that I that I was able to accomplish uh and then you know 10 years later it goes by and and you learn other levels of how you need to heal and other levels of uh of how you're broken and so I think that that was a start and then I don't think I realized that when I took that phrase uh, my goal's of resolution like on that that was literally kind of setting a precedent for the future uh, with more intention than i realized
1: the good saint nathaniel release hide no truth your debut release brings in questions of faith on coming unglued you have this statement the widespread dysfunction that some cannot see has me questioning god and my sanity is that kind of feeling universal? I mean, will committed Christians be able to connect to a statement like that? I hope so. I mean, the, I
2: think there, there's multiple angles you can take to the line questioning God. I think they're, they're very much like, do you exist? That's a very straightforward question. But the other side of it would be, why are so many people hurting each other? Why does the person across the, you know, town's ideals and implications of how they believe look completely different than mine like why do we end up on opposite sides of a moral dilemma or opposite sides of a political spectrum well we're all saying you know we believe in in god or we at least that would be like a starting point for us but then the the path divides so wide that i just kind of found myself stuck in the between those two worlds and also reeling from The personal wounding I'd received. So, like, from that side, I'm like, okay, God, like, if these people say they're, you know, moving towards you, why have they hurt me in such a way?
1: And I do get that because obviously everyone's faith journey is different. You know, we all have different experiences. What about sharing your experience?
2: Well, my faith journey has been. One, it's uh, there's these two parallel roads. There's the one where I feel really connected to God, and the one when I look back and I realize how, how some of those places that I would have, even in the moment, not thought were bad, left me with scars. And so I look at the church now as a facilitator of these great relationships, a carrier of a faith that I've ascribed to, and also the catalyst for what I would look back at as abuse-like effects in my life where I have spent the last five years in therapy and self-reflection and healing uh, to remove some of the pain that it inflicted on me. So it's it's both. I, I mean, I don't know how to describe my faith journey outside the church very well, because I'm a person who grew up within its structure, and I don't really have a A salvation moment I just have a I was born into this And this is kind of Who I've always been I'm Nate Allen And you're listening to Good Saint Nathaniel On the Antidote
4: Tears in my eyes Creeping behind my thoughts Are from your word I said, Lord Jesus, what should I do? They say they love you, and I love you too. The widespread dysfunction. That some cannot see Has me questioning God And my sanity So blessed Lord Jesus What should I do? They say they love you I love you too. And all of these questions and answers in red tell me these problems are not just in my head. No, there's something more tangible and in Down south of heaven, bark me outside of hell. I sought to be capable, speak words that are true, lay down my fences open up to you but that plan was a failure a paper to shred so my eyes are wide open when I'm bowing my head Coming home. Crushed, given voice to the pain. I'll admit my distrust of the people who love me, the people I know who cry when I'm hurting and cheer when I'm. Bro.
1: brought up the word abuse I mean I'm not going to force you into sharing about that type of abuse but are you willing oh yes for sure
2: for me the abuse was very Mm. subtle and I, I use the word subtle spiritual abuse a lot to describe this part of my life where my backstory is full of hundreds of awkward interactions uh Slight judgments, personality conflicts, just the kind of stuff that happens when you live uh, vulnerably with people for a long time. And also some very large like people that decided they didn't like me and friendships that were blown up and conflicts that lasted over quite a few years. Um, How could anybody not like Nate Allen? <laughs> uh, you know, I, uh, if I believe something and we're in the middle of a discussion <laughs> i'm not likely to back down and so like for instance if, if uh, i mean this is actually one, one story so um there was a situation in a house when i lived in san francisco where i was in in the middle of a prayer gathering it was me and one other guy in the room we were praying for the house in inter- interceding in prayer and i thought god said you guys should stop praying and then 30 seconds later, our house leader comes in and says, hey, guys, can you stop praying? You're making somebody uncomfortable. Mm. And so I thought, yeah, sure, I can stop praying. That that feels really easy. I feel like maybe God just said stop praying and you said the same thing. That's two confirming voices at the exact time time and place. The person I was praying with did not see it that way. And he took it. The other guy is trying to silence his faith and... um really like you know put his foot down on him and so that conflict became really about me and the other guy in the room and where you know i look back and there's a there's several years of like really awkward combative moments um where i just was on the wrong side of that guy's like perspective like at that same season i was writing my first record so my life uh and the way that i worked out faith meant i was sitting in my room alone (laughs) working on quiet songs and his the way he looked at faith was he was out street evangelizing so those two expressions of christianity are very different but um what ended up happening was like his way of trying to move forward was to try to make me look bad and my way of moving forward was to well not give in and also to continue to to stick on the things that I felt like I was supposed to. So that's more the conflict that I experienced. There's some other really brutal ones, uh, but like it's more the personality conflict that goes on for a long time and just begins to wear it, the security of who you are. And so when I look back at, so there's all this, I was tw- went to 12 years of private Christian school that wasn't functional. I was, um, Uh, heavily involved in church ministry. I went to some churches that I would say were were definitely legalistic or very unhealthy. And so when I look at all that, the effects I had as a man in his 30s was the same effects of somebody who's been in an abusive relationship. And I didn't really know how to describe that because I just know that the church is full of broken humans and so they hurt each other sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I figured like that's just normal. Uh, What I didn't realize is that that those normal, quote, interactions had had such an effect on me that I was literally living under a cloud of abuse that I didn't know what to do with.
4: Well, I gotta find out and I gotta know now what you're gonna want me to do. Yes, I gotta find out and I gotta know now what you're gonna want me to do. Yes, I gotta find out and I gotta know now what What you're gonna want me to do. 'Cause I got a little problem, and it's rubbing off on you. See, I'm constantly buzzing and moving all around. I got so much insecurities, I can't let myself slow down. But the circle must be broken, and the wheeler must be jammed. Because I'm not who I'm meant to be, and I got to find who I am. Well, I got to find out, and I got no name. What you, to yes, gotta gotta what you gonna want me to do? Yes, I gotta find out and I gotta know now What you gonna want me to do? Yes, I gotta find out and I gotta know now What you gonna want me to do? Yes, I got a little problem And it's rubbing off on you See, I've tried to prove my value That's stupid as it sounds Thought if I could just work hard enough My dreams, they would be found But the circle must be broken and the wheel it must be jammed, cause I'm not who I'm meant to be, and I gotta find who I am. Well, I gotta, I, out, I, gotta to yes, I gotta find out, and I gotta know now, what you're gonna want me to do. Yes, I gotta find out, and I gotta know now, what you're gonna want me to do. Yes, I gotta find out, and I gotta know now, what you're gonna want me to do. Yes, I got a little problem, and it's rubbing off on you. But in the end it's inconclusive, if I've accomplished everything By pressing through to all my goals with false realities But the circle must be broken, and the wheel it must be jammed Cause I'm not who I'm meant to be Oh I'm not who I'm meant to be Oh I'm not who I'm meant to be, be. and I gotta find who I am
1: The Destroy Nate Allen song, The Circle Must Be Broken, ties in perfectly with this talk. The song speaks about finding comfort in staying busy when what you really need to do is to learn to relax and not be in control. Coming up, Nate speaks more about the problems that he's encountered. We know as guys that we're notorious for always wanting to fix everyone's problems. You know, you bolt this piece on and you adjust that and everything's going to be great. Is fixing a rough faith experience easy?
2: <laughs> no, uh, I would I would say that fixing internal wounding at a foundational level is much more complicated than than we ever want it to be, and much longer. You mentioned about counseling. How helpful has that been? It's been super. Counseling has been very helpful in my process. The specific element where counseling was very, very helpful on this record is these new songs that I'd written petrified me at a level that I have a hard time even verbalizing. They literally set off panic attacks in me when I'd performed them live. Oh, my. And so I had to go to counseling with the specific like, intention to say, so I'm a musician. I tour. I play shows. I've written a batch of songs that scare me to the point where I cannot play them live, and I need to work through whatever the block is that's keeping me from being able to actually perform these songs. Uh, and so that was really helpful. I mean, that was the goal. The real, real fruit was I began to learn even more layers of how I'd been wounded, and you
1: know, you
2: know, ways that I was hiding, and ways that I was afraid of, of a lot of stuff.
1: Hide no truth walks through your journey. And it ends fairly positively with the song Better. And it says, yes, I think we can do better. Treat the whole world better than this. Well, let's make it personal. How will Nate Allen change the world?
2: I'm going to start by releasing elements of my story that nobody knows February 1st. Um, because I really believe there is freedom in speaking the truth. And so that that's the the main piece that I'm attempting to... Workout is just like, okay, I'm going to go through this area where I'm petrified, uh, but I'm going to move forward because I believe it's a valuable contribution.
1: And uh, my family's
2: like, get the record out (laughs) already.
1: Well, what about summing up your experience creating Hide No Truth? Like, what has it done for you personally? Has it been cathartic?
2: It's very
1: cathartic.
2: I don't know if I would call Hide No Truth a cathartic process overall. It's been terrifying. There's been moments where it felt really good to open up part of my story and be able to work through it. Um, The process of writing Hide No Truth has, I think, altered who I am as a person. If five years ago you would have told me I was going to write a record about my Christian faith experience, or even parts of my Christian faith experience, I would have... uh, I wouldn't have believed you and so like there have been so many elements along the the process of this record that have altered and changed in my life to where now I'm able to have this conversation even with you uh, on the radio that's I would have avoided or definitely not wanted to not have uh, but I've changed a lot and healed a lot as a person where I can actually talk about parts of my past.
4: I'd walk in the shadows out of sight. When a cutting glance of disapproval will give you frostbite. Yes, it's simple to distract yourself while known people die. I just focus on the task at hand, straighten up my tie. shot to the injured isolated in bad health It's easy if you believe they did it to themselves Yes, I most often hurt the people I love And it's easy to forget that the hurt need a hug But I think we can do better Better, A whole lot better than this Yes, I think we can do better A whole world better than this But left with my devices in the hand I was dealt I would sit on the couch lamenting how I felt I would seek first my security Ignoring cause and effect I'd stay inside my head Never turn my neck But it's hard to find your foot In keeping one foot in the grave And it's hard to get momentum When you always hesitate As we can travel all we want But we can't escape We're all in this together with a cross stitched fate. But I think we can do better. Friends and family out In the weather To those people we'd rather Punch than kiss I think we can do better A whole world better than this Yes I think we can do better A whole lot better A whole lot better than this Yes I think
1: The song better could seem like just wishful thinking, but it has a brilliantly accurate line. We're all in this together with a cross-stitched fate. Tonight, The Antidote has been premiering Good St. Nathaniel's new album, Hide No Truth. Next week, we premiere another excellent album. I've been waiting a long time for this new release from Adelaide. Strong and Brave is excellent. It brings a powerful voice, bold music, and solid lyrics i got together with the members of adelaide to talk about the album and why their faith is at the center of their music good saint nathaniel also has an important story to tell nate and i both realize that the music style may not fit everyone's taste but it does need to be heard we talk about this on the last part of the interview along with the album single lightning enjoy it's pretty clear that you haven't made Hide No Truth an easy listen. How do you think people are going to react? I have no idea. I have written a record that's so far outside
2: of my norm that I'm not really sure. I think the record, in my perception, requires repeated listens. There's interweaving themes throughout the whole thing. If you jump from song to song, you realize I'm using a phrase differently or it's recalling an earlier story. (laughs) Or it's just sonically quiet and requires you to press in. Uh, it requires headphones oftentimes. So I think that I, I'm really curious what it'll be because it's, it's completely the opposite uh, movement that I've been working in for years.
1: This is really personal for you. Yeah, it, it really is. It's really got to be difficult. A lot of artists think, oh, you know, this is so personal. This is so honest. Come on, you know, no, what's not. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about your love life and I don't really care. This is personal. <laughs> no, it
2: totally is. So yeah, the the record is really uh, goes to way with levels that I've never even approached uh, in the past. I like I, I've poked at them, but not not fully gone in. I know that I've written a polarizing record, but when I take a look back at life in general, like nobody likes every band. No, that's and true. so, I think it's a misnomer when we believe everyone's gonna like what we do. And so, it's all an acquired taste. So for me, it's just like, okay, this is where I'm at, and I know there are a segment of people that will totally get what this is about, and those are the ones that this is going for. But it's definitely, it's a lot to digest, and it's a lot to to wade through, for sure.
1: I've been keeping you here for a long time, and I really am gonna let you go in a minute. (laughs) But to close off the show, how about explaining the song, Lightning? the single from hide no truth lightning to me is
2: it's about power the way that when somebody in a position of authority acts poorly it affects a lot of people and it might not even be directly but if like you know a pastor has an infidelity or a world leader makes a decision that has that has an impact and a weight in in ways that we we oftentimes don't realize, but if we're, if we're closely enough connected, it really affects us internally. And then also the more I looked at those sorts of situations, the more I, I recognize my own ability to negatively impact the people right around me. Uh, specifically I'm a workaholic. So like my seeking of passions leads to neglect of people that I know. Um, we talked about it earlier, my like, unwillingness to like relent around certain moments mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure has had negative fallout i know that my pace of life my drive my internal drive which in, in some ways is from a very broken source uh showed a lot of people how to tour in a, in a way that i would not even call healthy i can tell you fallout after fallout of my actions and so that's all poured into the song lightning where it's like Oh, if I could go back and change, I would. Uh, I think this record is a lot of me working through the things I've received, but also the, the damage that I have uh, kind of unleashed along the way.
1: Nate, as always, it's been great having a talk with you. Thanks for coming to The Antidote. Thank you for having me.
2: I've really enjoyed it.
4: In the light in the darkness When we acknowledge our need When the hurt meets Restoration When forgiveness reaches deep When the fallout Is uncountable From the damage we have done Shortsightedness Uninvitedness What have we become? So where no hope is found When silence is the loudest sound With triumphant sound resound May your love break forth as the light So tiresome. Glad the day is done. When I finally close my eyes, when there's not. Then I'm so sorry for My actions That show me Incomplete When I split in two My sin like a corkscrew Reveals what
3: I consider to be true.
4: So, where no hope is found, where silence is allowed, is Triumph and Sand resound. May your love break forth as the light
3: men touch
4: May your love break forth as the light.